Hey, we love jumping in here on the Carolina Outdoors and talking about not only ourselves, but the Carolina Outdoors. Who would have thought? And that's what we're going to do on this segment, um, because a lot of what we bring, Wes Lawson, Bill Barty, the outdoor guys from Jesse Brown's here on the Carolina Outdoors, is what we experience. And lately, Wes, we've had some experiences at Jesse Brown's of outfitting mm. because, and one of which is Canada, the border of Canada is opened up and if you don't know jesse browns we are a local outdoor outfitter here in the charlotte area jessebrowns.com is our website we're active on facebook and instagram where you can see what we look like uh through the week but we have the opportunity to engage people our state department designation mm-hmm. helps us with uh, international travel west you run that and i know you've talked to uh a lot of people regarding counseling them for their big trips. But we just had a client in who was uh, one of the first to make a recreational fishing trip into Canada come in. This means float plane um, up into one of the northern and eastern provinces of Canada. Uh, Sounds like a great trip that these going on, but it's exciting to have Canadian travelers back in fold. Oh, gosh. You know, if you're heading up to the 51st state, absolutely. What a great place to go. And I say that tongue-in-cheek because they are such a good neighbor of ours, and there are so many obvious cultural similarities. But it's also no small thing to make a trip like that, not just the distance, but when you're going that far north, the climate and the weather, remember those are two different things, are really different. And so your packing has to be different. So uh, we are excited to help folks get ready for that. Of course, that does mean good bug spray, good sunglasses, but then layers and layers of the right clothing. I, I got to tell you, not to, will you explain the difference between climate and weather? Gosh, well, um, so climate is is the pattern of weather or the trend of weather over time, and weather is what's happening right now. Ah, so that's when <laughs> when the weatherman tells us it's raining and we go... That's weather. Ah, <laughs> but that's when weather. the forecast and the overall uh, uh, temperatures from a mean standpoint... That's right. Yep. So when we, when we talk about, you know, uh, like in the south, we love to talk about how hot and humid it is, but or when we talk about fishing, we're talking about, you know, king tides. There are more king tides now uh, in the southeast than there were before. That's part of a climate issue. Uh, the strength and severity or the number of named storms during hurricane season, which we are in right now, that's a climate thing. But it's hot today. That's a weather thing. Amen. Well, thank you for that clarification. And that particular client that I had going up there, we talked a lot about weather because he was taking layers of clothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) apparel that we don't really think we need and don't need in the Carolinas this time of year. He was taking prepared for the the cooler climate that they have up there. Um, But he's an empty nester. So he's doing this trip where a lot of us are settling back in for back to reality time Mm -hmm. and back to school time. And many of our listeners may not know that Dean West Lawson spent many years in the world of higher education. And you've seen the dynamic of students, of siblings, Mm -hmm. and of families as people, whether you're going back to elementary, middle, high school, or at the higher education level, college, Mm That uh, going back to school has on um, on families and, and siblings and such. It's like a lifetime movie, Bill. It's it's dramatic. It's traumatic. It's exciting. 
It's stressful. It's uh, the verge of emotional bankruptcy. But it's so much fun and it's so important. And maybe now more than ever to celebrate the start of the school year, whether that's going into third grade, starting middle school, starting high school, going off to college, whatever it is, celebrating the end of summer and the start of one more big developmental opportunity. Because these really are big moments in our lives. I mean, you just dropped a child off at college for her freshman year. We're talking about it earlier today, and it's, you know, it's her chance, it's their chance to really stake their claim in the world. And that's hard to watch, but it's so much fun to be part of. And, you know, the parent dynamic changes a little bit. We become more familiar with our children, less parent and more uh, kind of advisor and friend and sometimes uh, benevolent benefactor of gas cards and Starbucks coupons and things like that, but also helping them deal with making big decisions that really will change the trajectory of the next couple of months and years. It's a big deal. I'm going to ask you a little bit about that. And we talked about how to make this be um, an outdoor topic. Mm -hmm. And, um, of course, you worked uh, at a college that had a lot of outdoor opportunities. Uh, So a men's school as well, predominantly. Mm. So um, not that that matters, but uh, a a young person like that can go uh, enjoy hunting and fishing after class. Yep. How many people were brought to the outdoors, maybe even for the first time? Maybe they went there and they didn't have uh, Josh Vandernord running our board. He didn't mess around with fishing and hunting growing up, but maybe he could have, uh, been given the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I think you know when you, when you get to college, it really is all about trying new things, but also more deeply connecting with that which you are familiar with. So, um, you know, if you're at a campus like where I went and where I worked, two thousand acres with less than a thousand students, there's space to spread out. There's ponds to fish in. You see someone fishing, you give it a shot. Outdoor clubs, you know, student clubs, engaging kids, and you see young folks. Uh, trying things that maybe they wouldn't do in the presence of their loved ones or their high school friends where they feel like that peer group has really pigeonholed them into something. So, you know, I can recall as a freshman, former jock and outdoors person going to the fencing club. So this will be interesting. Let's try it. Went one time, you know, tried it, didn't do it again. Um, But you give those things a shot. The outdoors is kind of like that, except it's sort of all around us in college campuses promote healthy decision-making so heavily um, because left to our own devices, we might not always get there, but you can use the outdoors as a salve for relationship stress, roommate stress, class. You can you know go camping with friends. You can run on a greenway, go rock climbing, go to the gym, whatever that is, you know, do a morning boot camp kind of thing as a means of balancing out your life. Whereas oftentimes in our store, it's as just an activity. It's, I'm going to go do this. Uh, Or it's an identity. I am a fly fisherman. I am a rock climber. For a lot of students, it is, I want to become, and this is that chance to do that. That's also true for high school folks and middle school and elementary, although parents and guardians have more control over how that introduction takes place. But in college, it's a much more dynamic in the moment sort of thing. Let me ask you about that control because the other controller in that dynamic can be an older sibling. Mm-hmm. And and maybe that older sibling um um 
you know, has a big presence in the family and a lot of their pursuits, maybe the family, the siblings, younger siblings follow. But when that sibling is removed from the household, if they're going off to college or getting, you know, they're, they're back to reality, back to school, back to whatever the, that next degree is in life, the ones left behind, is that an opportunity for them to step up the game and maybe maybe pursue something that the other sibling was uh, oppressing in some kind of a way, but now they can, you know what? We never did go out to the Whitewater Center yeah. because because the older one, that wasn't, they were playing soccer, and we all went play, to play soccer, but now maybe I'm going to go try that climbing wall at the Whitewater Center or a, a paddling enterprise or run the greenway. Yeah, you know, we had a we had a beautiful red oak in front of our house that that had to come down. And when we removed that tree, it's amazing what else sprang to life in the front yard. Not just the grass, but other succulents came up. We're not really succulents so much, but you know, our hibiscus could could make it. The hydrangea could do okay until the deer came along. Siblings are sort of like that red oak. They're a beautiful <laughs> thing, but when when they leave, uh, the the younger kids, the younger siblings, have a chance to thrive as well. And the dynamic at home does change. But also their individual roles within the families do shift, uh, and they can begin to stand on their own because that older sibling oftentimes dominates what we do, how we do it, how we see things. You know, So the music we listen to, the way we talk about certain people, the vernacular, as they move off to see their next chapter in life, the same thing happens with the other children. And that's a wonderful thing. If you're an only child, you don't necessarily experience that uh, because you are that, you know, alpha and omega kind of thing. But if you, you know, you're the younger sibling or a middle child, now's a pretty exciting time. You might be moving into a bigger room. Uh, You might have a new positive focus on things, but you may also be cutting more grass, you know, cleaning up after more pets, that kind of thing. But that's also healthy. His name's Wes Lawson. He spent over a decade mm-hmm. in higher education living through people going back to school and the independence and the growth that they developed from that. But he was also able to view the uh, growth and development that came from the people who weren't necessarily going off to college, the parents, the siblings, and those left behind. As Wes mentioned, myself, Bill Barty, uh, just took a daughter back to school, back to college. The first one, um, the oldest one, to leave the house. So maybe I'm utilizing your talents to figure out how my household may change. <laughs> it's like when, you know, it's like watching an old Western when the when the train's leaving the station. There's lots of noise and lots of sound and smoke, and the train's trying to leave the station, but you know there's just a tremendous amount of energy built up in that locomotive. That's what's happening right now and for families everywhere, whether that's going back to the local school district or off to college. That energy is, is it can be violent, it can be stressful, it can be messy, but it's also moving a whole bunch of baggage off into the future. And that's a whole lot of fun, but it is, uh, it is uncharted territory for a lot of folks, and that's still an okay thing. It is an okay thing. And Jesse Browns is along for the ride. You can check us out in the Sharon Corner Shopping Center. Back to School is one of our jams. Not only do we have day packs and book bags that are made for hiking, day hikes, or more, 
but they'll also contain those books that are needed. Do people still use books in school? They do, but you know, most of those day packs, those 28 to 32 liter backpacks also have a padded laptop sleeve for that Chromebook or that iPad or that Surface, whatever they're using for school, because in most cases they are, or they're being issued. And that's the size you want for a day pack, 28 to 32 liters. It's going to be comfortable, carry your water, carry your coffee, whatever, all those books, all that technology get you ready. The other thing, Bill, we have is plenty of duffel bags. <laughs> right. So you can load up the family truckster when you're heading off to, to school, but also to tote luggage around, to take the laundry to the laundromat. And then for all those road trips, we're not going to call home about. Those black hole duffels and thunderheads are perfect for that. Load them up. And as well as, that's the gear, uh, fly rods included for back to school, back to reality. But we also have the clothing because... You want to step up your presentation, especially after the past year and a half of Zooming and schoolwork and whatnot from home. Now you're going to go back in person. For many, many were already in person, but we want you to look good. And that's where the outpost from Mountain Khakis comes into play at Jesse Brown's. We have a try on and get a gift for free. Make a purchase of Mountain Khakis in the outpost at Jesse Brown's. And you get another gift that's going to be going on during our celebration of Back to Reality through August 26th as we try to get our community looking good for this uh, Back to Reality, Back to School program. Um, And then we have a whole lot of other things as well. We are preparing for the Fly Fishing Film Tour that's coming up in September. Tickets are on sale online and at Jesse Brown's. That's going to be September 22nd. Wes and I will be interviewing many of the movie makers Mm -hmm. um, who put this together. This is something that's happened virtually for the past uh, year and a half. We're going to go back in person at the Visualite Theater, an old, historic, almost 100-year-old theater located on Elizabeth Avenue here in Charlotte. Great time. That's a great place to, to see a show or to see a movie like this. It's a lot of fun, 200 or so Anglers of all kind of backgrounds coming together, kids of all ages having fun, watching some films, thinking about travel. I'm really one of the movie makers. This is just as an aside. Um, Ryan Kelly, mm-hmm. yep. Green River Fly Fisher. I had I have fished with Ryan um, back in the day. Uh, hopefully, he won't tell any of my deep dark secrets. But we're going to try to get him on there. Great photographer and cinematographer as well. He's got one of the movies in the film, so we're going to... Yeah, I can't wait. That. It's going to be so much fun. Hey, stay tuned for more. He's Wes. I'm Bill. We're the Outdoor Guys from Jesse Browns, and you're listening to the Carolina Outdoors. Outdoors.